A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss those characters, share our feelings about those characters, and then those characters will fight for our amusement and yours. I'm your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Napsock. Happy to be here as always, sir. This is a chance to really get weird with Star Wars, and I think that's very, very <laughs> valuable in the Star Wars community right now. Yeah, I might just change the title of the podcast to Getting Weird with Star Wars. Getting getting weird with Star Wars. Tony, we have to do a new, new theme song. That's true. Yeah. That, that's fine. That'd be good. He's always good at them. And we're also uh, getting weird with some whiskey. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Getting... I'm finishing this 
Tennessee Jack, like Winter Jack, whatever it is. It's too yeah. good. It's too good. Recurring guest uh, of Data Bank Brawl from the last several episodes. But you bought like eight of these bottles, right? Or are we down to the last? <laughs> You're not lying, sir. <laughs> uh, I, I went to this uh, place. It's uh, you know I got the I got that mailbox. Which hey, you out there listening, you can send us the stuff here at Four Center. Go to fourcenterpod.podomatic.net to find out where. And I was picking up some stuff, and it's next door. And the guy was like, "It's seasonal. These are the last bottles I got." I'm like, "All of them." <laughs> All of them now. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to drinking this in the hot, hot summer. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, we like to let you know at the top of Databank Brawl, remind you about the awesome animated version of Databank Brawl that you can find on YouTube that was animated by Brian Ward. Go check that out on the YouTubes if you haven't. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I have been at a festival all weekend as I record, and I am losing my voice. It is great. <laughs> I'm hearing it start to... Because we this, also just recorded a, a nearly hour and a half for yeah. This will never happen when you listen to Audible. <laughs> so you can choose from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, this is Databank Brawl. We're going to recommend something with a lot of fighting in it. And you know what? The Last Jedi novelization has plenty of fighting with those Praetorian guards. So download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash center. Mm-hmm. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash center for your free audiobook with maybe a bonus voice crack. <laughs> You, sir, it's like uh, Michael Jordan playing that game in the finals when he had the flu. <laughs> Pete Sampras playing like Wimbledon with the flu or the U.S. Open. Scrimshaw, data bank brawl, with a scratchy voice. With a slightly sore voice. I'm going to make it through somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, and I also recommended uh, The Last Jedi novelization because we're going to go to the sequels for our combatants, mm. or at least one of our combatants. Mm. Are you ready for the first combatant? I'm definitely ready. It is... A person with a funny name. It's Stomaroni Stark. Oh yeah, yeah. You now you're on board. I know already. this you're, guy. You already know this guy. All right. Here's what the databank has to say. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, okay. So uh, here, here's what we're gonna do. I'm okay. gonna take a second and I'm gonna mm-hmm. look it up because uh, I've been real busy <laughs> and I cut and paste these and I was about to read the description for Garma from the last episode. Stomaroni Stark. With piercing yellow eyes and a kindly demeanor. That's, <laughs> Here that's we not go. right. That ain't right at all. So uh, I am going to pull this guy up on uh, the old the old phone. <laughs> the old thing. You people at home, you're going to talk amongst yourselves. You're probably thinking, well, couldn't they just edit? Yeah, let me tell you something. You know how long it takes to edit? <laughs> and I'm really bad at it. If you've watched any of my YouTube videos, they're all done in one take. Occasionally I'll do a cut. <laughs> Uh, and it's not just uh, my favorite live-to-tape radio background. No, no, no. It's a laziness on my part when we put together Data Bank Brawl. I like to respect your wishes, Ken, <laughs> in whether it is out of your history as a broadcaster or your laziness as an editor. <laughs> I want to have respect. Here it is. I pulled it up. Take two. Stomaroni Stark. Here's what the Data Bank has to say. Talented but headstrong, Stamaroni Stark flies an X-Wing during the evacuation of Dakar, protecting the resistance bombers on their attack run against the First Order. While appreciative of Stark's skills behind the control yoke, Tally Lintra <laughs> must work to keep the impulsive pilot in check. 
you're just a naturally funny man, and that just was read so well. <laughs> Control yoke, right? Yes. I mean, that's a hell of a phrase mm-hmm. to just come across without warning. Yeah. Man. So, uh, Stamaroni Stark, we see him in The Last Jedi. Uh, what do, what do we got in Wikipedia? Uh, we have got, uh, oh, it's for, it's for the, take the quote. We'll, we'll, we'll do some stats and, and stuff here. Mm. They have a quote, but it's from The Last Jedi novel. Because we've got the quote that we all know very well from Tally Lintra. Fighters, protect the bombers. Don't get drawn in dogfights. Let me hear you say, copy that, Stark. So it's a different take. Yeah. And he says, no fun, copy that. And that's that's from the novel. Um, It tracks with his description. It does. And I think that's where they get it. So as far as uh, stats, actually, we don't have a lot of stats in terms of height and weight. Human male, brown hair, uh, skin color, fair. Portrayed by Noah Sagan, who is... A friend, uh, I mean, he's an actor. He's a very successful working actor. But he and Ryan Johnson have a history. And Johnson, oh, uh, yeah. much like Greg Grunberg in Force Awakens with J.J., this was his version of that. Except for he dies. Uh, yes, he does die, doesn't he? Uh, so where where does he die? He dies. Uh, the The last smirk of Tally Lintra is given to him. Okay. He's the one knocking on the window. And they give the, and then they both die there. Okay, all right, that's Stamaroni. Okay, yeah. does he figure into the Poe Dameron comics at all? No, no, not yet. Okay, because he yet. must be with Tally Lintra in correct. her unit. And I'm going to double check on some appearances, but yes, correct. Mm-hmm. The appearances are only are Last Jedi and the Last Jedi novel. Okay, is there any other? Because you pay attention to these pilots so much. Is there any other d- real distinctive shot of him in the Last Jedi that people would go like, "Oh, that guy"? He is yes. So there is. Out of uh, a cockpit, there he's on one of those. Um, it, it it reminds me of the old the troop transports on Yavin Four. Okay, that that the open kind of golf cart type of. He's got, <laughs> he 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 rides past thing to get around the malls. Yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> he rides past one of them, and he's just kind of sitting there. Uh, okay, I, think, I, I can't can't remember if it's after. Uh, they come back, or if they're getting ready for the fight. I, 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 at some point, you see him. Okay. Um, and the actor, uh, Noah Sagan, uh, you get to see him pretty clearly. Oh, yeah, there he is. I'm seeing him in the uh, search Stamaroni Stark images. Yeah. Uh, and there's one of him in the cockpit, too, looking kind of pretty intense and yeah. severe. Uh, so this is a character without a lot going on be, uh, besides a very distinctive <laughs> name and, and the clear character idea in the databank. How do you feel about Stamaroni Stark? I, look, I'll be honest, I, I, I love him. And I, you mentioned I do like uh, knowing those X-Wing pilots. It helps in trivia contests. So you don't always <laughs> get them right, I'll tell you that. Uh, so I, I do kind of just like him in that regard. I, but I got to admit, you guys know, I just I just have a, a soft spot in my heart for Tally Lynch or the fact that he's kind of just floating around uh, and, and has, a, a, you know, a, a good uh, working relationship with that character. That That's why my attention was drawn to Okay, him. okay. In name, Tuwaki? Just wacky enough for Star Wars. It is just wacky enough. Yeah. Because you could say, well, Stomarani, it's pretty wacky, but you've got some, come on, (laughs) we've got some wacky names in Star Wars. That's the least of our concerns. Yeah. Yeah. Stomarani Stark. It sounds like somebody who wants to be a pilot and wants to be really cocky. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah. I like the this character. I like that we live in this era of Star Wars where these background pilots need names and uh, attitudes that you can quickly identify in a databank entry. It's that's a side conversation. It's so funny though that we are we are used to post West End card game Star Wars. <laughs> yes, and I was kind of having a discussion with him. Yeah, we knew Porkins, we knew Big Stark Letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those characters ex- existed. Zev Seneska, that's his yeah. name in the in the Empire novel. This is it is in the movie, even though we hear it. 
but we didn't know all of them. And now, but now you have to give us the full name. You know, yeah. you couldn't just be X-Wing Pilot 2. It has to be Stomarani Stark. <laughs> and strangely, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say I like Stomarani Stark because his name is weird, mm-hmm. his eyes are intense, and honestly, he's got a more clear-cut character description than a lot of databank entries because sometimes they're just like, they were present at, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, no, he is cocky, and he is... Uh, really uh, <laughs> full of himself behind yeah. the control yoke. <laughs> He's a hot shot. He's a hot shot. It's like, man, who isn't a hot shot? Is Nine Numb the only one who's like, come on, guys? I think so. <laughs> I think Nine Numb's been around the block enough to know, like, hey, you know. Cool your jets. Yeah, we're going to walk down that hill. <laughs> we're going to walk down that hill. Yeah. Gentle on your knees, boys, yeah. says Nine Numb. All right, moving on. Stomaroni Stark's combatant will be... A classic from the original trilogy, Minox. (laughs) (laughs) And I did remember to cut and paste the databank description, so here we go. Despised by starship captains, Minox are leathery-winged parasites found winging through deep space, roosting in asteroid fields, and sometimes lurking in damp locations, including the innards of space slugs. Minox chew power cables and devour energy conductors and can drain a starship's energy reserves, Wise captains check for power fluctuations and other signs of infestations, cleaning off Minox in port before raising ship. A longer paragraph for <laughs> Minox than Stomaroni Stark, so he's already losing. <laughs> what do you got on Wikipedia? Well, what's amazing is I can click a Legends tab and get oh, even more. Like I'm sure there's a Jedi Minox, right, in, <laughs> in Legends. There's a Jedi clone Minoc named Minoc. Oh, boy. All right, so yes, we do, but we do have a lot on Wikipedia of, uh, under the canon tab for Minocs. Um, uh, oh, my gosh, I just read something. Where is that? From? Okay, wow, there's, I gotta read this. All right, anyways, average length is two meters. All right. That's pretty big. Yeah, skin color yeah. brown. Skin, skin color is brown and yam. Yam. Okay, good old yam color. Uh, eye color black distinctions, silicone based, able to survive in a vacuum, mm. which makes some sense. They are, uh, their diet includes energy and exogorth meals. So they, they wait for the exogorth to eat. I don't know how many ships are flying <laughs> into the exogorth. Uh, we, we know of two, because uh, Luke and that uh, student got caught in the one yeah. in the Legends of Luke Skywalker book. Well, I suppose you're going to hang out in the galaxy just with your mouth open in an asteroid. <laughs> Something's going to fly in there eventually, right? Yeah. Um, what I what I kind of stumbled over is I'm, I'm just going to read this entry in uh, Wikipedia canon tab of Minox. When seasoned properly, Minox were able to be consumed by carbon-based life forms. Minox Cloud City and Minox Coronet City were spicy dishes made from Minox that were popular with Twi'leks. Ooh. Yeah, they have some hunted Minox to supply space stations and colonists with regular meat rations. And that is canon. That is on the canon tab. And, and, right. and they're mentioned a lot. They're mentioned in a lot of things. So Yeah, any any alien who pops up in the classic uh, trilogy, yeah. in the original trilogy, right? They get referenced a lot. Name dropped. Uh can you uh, can we give a physical description? I pulled up images of Minox, uh, because mm. we see them in cool fleeting ways in yeah. Empire Strikes Back. You know what though? I'm gonna do an image search myself because the, the, the Wikipedia entry is is pretty bad. Um, yeah, the Wikipedia is just that milky sucker mouth. Yeah, right? the the one that scares Leia, which is great, by the way, it's great. And then you could, and yeah, I, I, I never really thought of them as big. 
but then you you got a I got a freeze frame here from StarWars.com of of Han shooting or actually it's Chewbacca right shooting the mine off. Yeah, uh, they're pretty big, so that makes sense. Um, they are imagine bats uh-huh. with a rat's tail body and a mouth uh, alien mouth sucker type of uh, face sucker type of face, but also cute little eyes. Yeah, yeah, it, kind of, it looks like if shag carpet had just a horrific hole in it is what the mouth looks like. It's all fringed. <laughs> Those two black eyes and the really cool bat wings with looks like uh, uh, little sharp points, yeah. little sharp point claws, and no other limbs to speak of. Correct. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Sharp points, wings, no feet. Right now, oh, wait, I got, here's I got a one different Minoc image. Yeah, with feet. I got one with feet, but I can't say that that's canon. Yeah, are Minoc <laughs> feet canon? <laughs> that's how far down the Star Wars wormhole hole we are. <laughs> Do Minoc have feet? Uh, yeah, okay, well, we'll maybe, maybe there are a couple different species of Minox yeah, in yeah. our canon. We'll how about how, that? We'll see how it plays out. All right, how do you feel about Minox? I do love Minox in a weird way. I mean, Empire, I mean, that, that, that is burned into my brain the first time because I, I am scared easily now as I was as a child. So there is always a little bit of tension when Leia's sitting there. I'm like, oh, here's the scene. It's like Large Marge and Peewee's Big Adventure. This is going to get me. Yeah, it's a jump scare. A jump scare, and uh, it works. It's effective. And so because of that, you know, you you know, you know, have that nostalgia tied to it. You know? Yeah. And I, I definitely have it. Yeah. I love Minox because, obviously, you know, growing up with Empire, the, you, you just get attached to them because they're there. But I love how much it, they flesh out the galaxy. That they're a thing that Han knows about, that they're a problem that you encounter in mm. damp locations. Yeah. Uh, and I love that you don't fully see them. That you see that really gross sucker and you yeah. see this kind of bat thing, but you never get like a clear shot of it, which adds to yeah. the mystery. It adds to the realism. It's like in real life, if you've got like a rat in your house, mm. you don't really get to see it clearly, right? It zips around. Right. Right. You just and you just try to get it out. You get rid of it. Or like a bat, I guess, is more accurate to Minox. You're never going to just really look and study and like, what do the bat's feet look like? You just get it the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. So there's, for being a big, fun, weird fantasy thing, there's also this realism to the Minox. Yeah, and I, I love what you just said, that Han is just so like, ah, Minox. Yeah. Like, they've dealt with these before. <laughs> like, I'm surprised they didn't pop up in Solo. And yeah. I, you know, I love Solo Star Wars Story, but I, I, that would have fall, that would have worked, you know? Yeah. Oh, what are these? Han learns. Someone tells him. <laughs> oh, Han, those are Minox. Oh. oh. I'll write that down in my note of Han learning. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't because I think they just, yeah, they totally. walked that line. Totally. Not too much Han learnings. Uh, so you, you're a Minoc fan. Uh, it is. <laughs> I never thought I'd have to answer that question. But yes, 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 I am. All right. In that case, I think we know everything we need to. There is no quote from Minox other than a disturbing sucking sound. So we are ready. Let's fight. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. 
Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right. So, yeah, this can take place any time before Stamaroni Stark is murdered by murdered. Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. Blown to bits. Yeah. Escaping or so, trying to escape. So we're they got to have kind of a wet, damp environment. Right? Yeah. Is that what we're this, Yeah, this fight has to happen in a damp environment. What if? What if the resistance... And this is as they're building up to Force Awakens in the middle. I don't know. You, mm-hmm. We can decide. What if What if they take a little side trip to the boggy swamps of Mimban? Ooh, yeah, sure. Why not? Helping the Mimbanese. Maybe they're trying to recruit some Mimbanese. They were good fighters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got no love for the Empire, obviously. So, yeah, maybe there's something going on there. Okay. Do you think Stamaroni Stark is sent alone? Does Tally trust him that much? Or is he with anyone? I think for sake of time the resistance split some people up okay yeah they have to they yeah. have to i think maybe stamaroni volunteered he's like mimban mm. can be a rough place it's very damp and then, you know the problems that comes with that he's like if i'm there there's no problems <laughs> no problems it, that's his nickname for himself stamaroni no problems stark it is uh so he goes zipping in mm. where does he land in mimban does he uh does he land near any sort of uh civilization or does he just land does he follow his gut 
he goes to, you know, I don't have the, I don't have Mimban up here, but he goes to one of their bigger cities. Okay. But their bigger cities is kind of built um, almost like, say, New Orleans, below sea level type of thing. So it, it, it's got impressive structures and everything, but it, it's just surrounded by mud bogs and swamps and everything. So the ship's kind of outside of the city, and, it, and it, a lot of tree cover where he's parked. There's yeah. Almost, and I can say he's in a cave. Yeah. Maybe there's a cave nearby. We can determine that. But he is in a major city, but he is far, his ship is a little far off. Was, Yeah, okay, here's what I think happened as he landed. Okay. And, and tell me what you think. I think he executed, like, the most amazing sort of X-wing parallel parking to slide between this canopy of, uh, of Ooh, moist yeah. trees. And he finds a solid piece of land. <laughs> he lands on a solid, solid piece, and he is just patting himself on his back. And he gets out of the X-wing all cocky, dances kind of down the nose of it, yeah. Uh, jumps off, takes two steps, and he falls off the hard land into just a big swampy, just pile of water. Okay, so he jumps off. He jumps off the X-wing. Lands. Lands. So the X-wing he's got on pretty solid land, but he himself has suddenly become incredibly moist and damp. All right, I like this. Sploosh. It's like, oh man. Stumaroni start goes sploosh. Stumaroni start goes sploosh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he starts, he's upset, but he knows, he looks around first. His BB unit, BB-12, <laughs> BB-12, was powering down the ship, didn't see it. Ooh, okay. And he's like, okay, and he does, he's, burp, 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 burp. He's, oh, I'm good. So he I'm starts good. trying to I'm get, good. get towards shore. Yeah. He starts moving. Sploosh, sploosh, sploosh. <laughs> I'm glad Tally didn't see that. He starts to get up, and that's when he hears like a... <laughs> I think he turns. He turns. He turns, and suddenly, all he can see is a milky, gaping mouth hole. <laughs> and I think that it's coming for him. He has a second to react. I'm going to leave it to you, Ken. Is he, he fast enough? Does he block it from attaching to his face? He he is. He is. This okay. is Stomeroni Stark, sir. Okay. And he brings up his little blaster and puts it up. Can't shoot it, mm -hmm. but the Minoc latches on to the blaster. Oh, in the Minoc, I think it's so ready with its suction because it mm -hmm. thinks it's it, it sent something damp. Thought it was a power source, but it's just a guy with like uh, he's probably got some power sources on him from various mm -hmm. equipment, right? Yeah. Uh, and it the Minoc is ready to suck so hard that it sucks the blaster right out of his hand, right? Sucks it out of his hand. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I envision the Minoc with the blaster kind of like uh, half in its mouth. Yeah. The handles maybe on the outside. <laughs> and he's just like, like, you know, when you get the end of a milkshake. Oh, yeah. And you're like trying to. Uh, the Minoc is just taking some of that power right out of that blaster. Just, just sucking. But also, I think uh, sucking and choking. Uh so I think it's kind of weaving and, and darting yeah. around. It's 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 enjoying its meal, but it's maybe like, Definitely. you know, uh, to use a different food metaphor. It's, you know, like when you get a lasagna and there's like a big thing of cheese on the top and you think you're just oh, taking yeah. one bite, but the whole thing sucks into your throat, right? I love that example because yeah. it happens to me a lot. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, so the Minox kind of like, and that's when you're like, oh, 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 no one look at the way I eat. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need the Heimlich yet, but yeah. keep here. Uh, and I think Stomeroni Stark is... Again, checking if BB-12 saw that. Right. And is realizing, like, oh, no, Mimban, super damp, mm -hmm. Minoc. Oh, but I think he literally God. says to himself, 
I got this. But then <laughs> two more Minoc come flying. Okay, yeah. What do these, do these Minoc also go for Stamaroni or do they go for the ship? They go for Stamaroni. And what we'll, we, we've learned here right now is Minocs have the ability to maybe learn, adapt, overcome, yeah. evolve. They're not in a cave. They're not inside an exogorth. They're uh, a little bit free. They're free range Minocs. Yeah. And so they <laughs> see the first one has a problem. Yeah. You know, you have you you know, I got I got two chihuahuas in my life. The older one gets into trouble, the younger one is right there to bark <laughs> at you. These two monarch minarch minox, excuse me, are are flying on in as reinforcements and they go for Stomaroni. Okay. I think they go for uh one goes for uh, a power source uh, on his Oh, because they got chest. the little chest thing, the little button. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think one goes for that and shunk uh in the other goes diving by his head and gets that little claw on the wing. Yeah. I think gives him a good scrape. Uh, But I think Stamaroni still has his helmet on. I like that. So I think it just scrapes across the helmet, but enough for Stamaroni to know, holy crap, they want to hurt me. Absolutely. He he knows he's in a fight. Now he kind of wants (laughs) BB-12 to see this. But in the back of his head is, is he's thinking, ah, look, I got this. He, yeah. He, I got this. So he's like, he actually says, like, don't worry, BB-12. And <laughs> BB-12's not even, he's just, <laughs> So now he's flailing about because he's got, is his hand still in the blaster? No, his hand's not no, on I the blaster. I think yeah. the blaster, the blaster is, uh, is floating around in the mouth of the other Minoc. Minoc one's kind of. One's sucking on his chest. The other one's yeah. coming back for another pass with that cutting talon. And so here's what he does. He times it. He sees the other one flying in with that talon. At the last second, he flips his, he like turns, does a sudden turn to the left, and that Minoc, we'll call it Minoc number three, hits Minoc number two, Ooh. connect to his chest, breaking free. Oh, He's nice. temporarily free of Minocs. Nice, and I think uh, he is absolutely full of himself now. I think Stamaroni oh, yeah. says, no problem. And then I think he's like, BB-12, watch this, record this. Mm-hmm. And he does a somersault. And he flips over behind Minoc number one that has the blaster in his right. hand. And I think he tries a weird remo- maneuver where he, he reaches up and he squeezes the sides of the Minoc's head in an effort to cause the Minoc to fire the blaster, which works. Yeah, It shoots and it hits Minoc number two. He blasts Minoc number two with the blaster in the mouth of Minoc number one. And he is just howling in victory like he is actually going stop maroney stop maroney stop maroney yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. tally's gonna love me now yeah um (laughs) he's writing a pop song (laughs) but (laughs) ain't no mine not gonna get me down (laughs) tally lynch is gonna love me now (laughs) stop maroney uh (laughs) all the best pop songs have your own name whispered in them (laughs) stop maroney Stark, that is. Uh, so what What do you think happens? I think that things are not going as well as he thinks they are. One shot, two. Three yeah. got knocked. Yeah. Three's not out. No. So three gets back up, goes high into the sky, and then starts a Minoc dive bomb. Yeah. And I think, boom, hits him, right? Yeah, I think right on top of the head. 
Oh, yeah. So d- just does it hit or does it land the sucker on the helmet? Sucker. Okay. Uh, it's, it makes a just concrete seal mm-hmm. with the helmet. And I think he actually takes up. He he pulls back up into flight. Mm-hmm. Does the helmet stay attached or does it actually pull Stomeroni? Does it give him a little uh, neck chiropractic there? It does. It's a ring dinger here, man. <laughs> he he uh what he does he he is up about two oh meters. Oh, the pain. And then the helmet starts coming off, but it's still strapped to his neck. So now he's being choked. It's like it's like a, a Stomeroni stark hot air balloon. Yeah, and I think he's going BB twelve, turn it off, turn off, turn off, turn off. And he's got to try to fumble for the latch on that helmet. Yeah, yeah. So I think he struggles, he struggles. Uh, meanwhile, I think uh, Minoc 1 with the blaster in his mouth is now aware that, oh, if I squeeze, this thing will shoot fire out of it. They adapt, they overcome. They adapt. So not only is Stamaroni a struggling hot air balloon of a resistance pilot, mm-hmm. a Minoc is now squeezing its mouth to f- cause his own blaster to fire at him. So he's dodging and weaving, trying to get himself from being choked by his own helmet. Yeah. Things are not looking good for Stamaroni. What yeah. do you think happens next? One of the blaster bolts hits the helmet. Ooh. It might be a little bit of a graze. I'm not saying it's a direct hit, but yeah. <laughs> Bounces off the helmet. Boom. Hits the X-Wing. Oh. And now BB-12 is pissed. Is like, <laughs> and looks over. <laughs> but... Stomaroni does get the latch undone in this moment uh, because now Minoc 1 is looking over like, oh, I hit a, oh my God, look at that ship. Boom, Stomaroni falls back into some mud. Nice. Helmet off, Minoc 3 has the helmet. Yeah, and I think uh, he is saying to BB-12, like, uh, start it up, start it up, start it up. Uh, because if nothing, Stomaroni Stark thinks, I can handle anything behind the control yoke. You get me you get me behind a yoke <laughs> and I'm golden. I will control anything behind a yoke. Yoke me. Yoke me. He says, yoke me, BB twelve. <laughs> and BB that's, that's exactly what Stomaroni Stark would say. And, and BB twelve doesn't like that talk, but yeah. you know, you know, he, so he, he starts firing it up. And Stomaroni's instincts were correct because as he climbs out of that mud, still dodging the blaster fire of Minoc One, he hears just an unholy noise, just a and he sees disturbingly just a horizon full of Minox. Oh, wow. Like dozens and dozens have heard the cries of pain, mm-hmm. have sensed that there's something amiss, that there's maybe some power to be had to be sucked up, but true danger to the flock of mm-hmm. Minox. Yeah. And he, uh, Stomaroni Stark is just scampering desperately to get into his X-Wing to mm-hmm. take on this many Minoc. It's going to be like the Return of the Jedi. There's too many of them seen. That's <laughs> yes. what this could be. Uh, yeah, so he's scrambling towards the X-Wing. Uh, BB-12 is like trying to fire it up. Yeah. He's heard the call. Yoke me, BB-12. <laughs> um, Minoc, uh, as, as Stomaroni Stark climbs into the cockpit, Minoc 3 flies above, drops the helmet. Hits him right in the head. Cracks him in the head with his own helmet. He does go into the cockpit, but it's, uh, you know, ass over tea kettle, whatever that saying is there, you know? <laughs> yes, ass over tea kettle. Is that the one? Um, <laughs> and now he's head first in the cockpit, legs outside. Yeah, and BB-12 takes off. 
and Stamaroni is he he's he needs to get behind the yoke in the proper position. He's like, this is not I can't yoke correctly. Let me yoke. I got it, and he is struggling, and the the uh, X wing hatch is not closing, mm-hmm. and boom. Boom, 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 boom. Minox are attaching themselves to the X-Wing as it's beginning yep. to hover into the air. Yep, it is. So does Stamaroni manage to get uh, behind the control yoke? He, so the cockpit closes. Yeah. Oh, and he's still asking and for he, TK. And he's, he's squished in there. Squished in upside down. Upside down. And he's like, BB-12, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not yoked, man. I'm not yoked. <laughs> BB-12 starts flying the ship a little bit. Because he's, he's yeah. astromex can control it. Um, and he has to grab onto the yoke while still upside down and try to pilot the X-Wing in reverse. Upside down. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, all right, this is good. Fine. I can be upside down. Stunneroni Stark can do anything. Yeah. And I think he starts to go into a flip. He flips it upside down, the whole X-Wing upside down. (laughs) And I think he starts dive bombing the trees. Weaving through him, trying to smash the Minox off. Excellent maneuver, because he can now see out through the cockpit. Yeah. So he is shaking some loose. He's shaking some loose. Yeah, it's very painful. He's in an incredibly oh, awkward yeah. position. Yeah, uh, this is a space chiropractor needed for sure. <laughs> um, so, but a lot of the Minox are not. They're still connected. They're, they got power coupling uh, fever here. Yeah. They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they're mounting mm, down here. They're sucking. Yeah. Uh, and he's in the ship starting to lose altitude. Ooh, ooh, yeah, and he is screaming, I need more power, BB-12, yeah. more power. And BB-12 is flipping buttons that are the more power button, whatever that is, uh, trying to give it more juice, more juice, more juice. And I think Stamaroni Stark is realizing that he is truly in trouble. Is more, mm. Every Minoc he scrapes off, there's another one. Yeah. So he's just <laughs> starting to get, maybe starting to weave over the city that he was trying to get to in Mimban. Oh, a lot of Mimbanese are looking up. Like, starting to look up. So this I, is yeah. what they they want us to join. This. <laughs> this is not at all oh. good propaganda for the resistance. No. Yeah. So I think this is a good place to pause our combat mm-hmm. and decide who we want to win, who we think would win in a fight between Stamaroni Stark, his X-wing, and dozens and dozens of Minox. Look, we always hear on Data Big Brawl, even when canon dictates that there's a death, we, we don't know. We're not we're not beholden to that. We're like George Lucas. We don't listen to canon. <laughs> so his death could happen here. But I'll tell you what, I think deep down he's a he's a good guy. Yeah. Um so I think he's gonna win with a cost. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh do you have an, an idea of the cost in mind? Maybe, maybe. maybe. I'm always open here, but I have something, but you know, I know. We'll see. Okay, okay. I think uh, that he is realizing that he needs to do anything he can to get the Minox off mm-hmm. while he has limited power. Mm-hmm. So I think he he also, like, he can't hear, but he senses the mocking laughter of the Minis. Yeah. So I think he tries to do this elegant move where he's still flying upside down, but basically flips the, the uh, X-Wing so its mm-hmm. nose is pointing at the ground, but fires in reverse so he's also going up into the sky higher and higher okay. up that's fair i don't know if x-wings actually work that way could they could <laughs> maybe st- i'm gonna say stamaroni starks has his uh all kitted out with uh, rockets that allow that right i like that i like that a lot so now take me through where the x-wing is right now 
okay. your, in your head. It is it's accelerating into up. the sky, but the nose is still pointing at the ground. It, it can only Got keep it. up this maneuver for so long. For but bit. he's thinking, like, if I zip up into the sky, mm-hmm. upside down, it will look cool in the Minox will just uh, by the pressure, by the yeah. maybe by the loss of uh, oxygen if they need that, mm-hmm. by the uh, the lack of dampness that they will start <laughs> popping off the X-wing. That then it's working. A lot of them are dropping off, but he is losing losing power. Yeah, he's losing energy. Something's got to be done. He finally writes himself. Now he's truly behind the yoke. Okay, but he's going to lose control soon, and that's when a decision has to be made. And it's not him that can make that decision. It falls on BB-12. Ooh. Uh, BB-12, allow, stop me if it's too no, dark. No, no, no. Keep going. BB-12 goes, beep, 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 beep. And Stark says, no, I can't have you do that. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. With that sad goodbye, BB-12 launches himself out of the X-Wing. Oh, yeah. Causing all the Minox to now look at this falling ball of energy food. Yeah, he sticks all of his limbs out. He's sparking electricity. And so, yeah, the Minox all go... They just pile on. Oh, my God. It's like ants feeding on something, right? Brutal. And uh, all that Stamaroni Stark can see is he does a cool flip with the the X-Wing. Is he sees that one big eye unit on top of BB twelve, still looking out through the uh, through the pile of Minox, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna say that the, that that eye is normally growing glowing yellow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in a final communication to Stamaroni, the eye goes green, as if to say, "It's okay, it's okay," and Stamaroni. <laughs> Opens fire. He bullseyes it, too. And he does a twist and a flip in the middle just to show he can. He smirks, yeah. Yeah. And BB-12. <laughs> massive explosion. Big circle of energy like the Death Star. <laughs> Minoc bits flying. Oh, those sucker faces. Eyes. Big, flapping, rubbery wings. Was that a leg? Do they have legs? We don't know. Just... A firework in the sky of devastated Minox. Brutal. 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 Does Stamaroni stay in the sky? He zips through the cloud of debris of, of dead Minox, and they splatter. He <laughs> does. And he, and he writes the ship, and he starts flying back over the city and out into the atmosphere. He looks back. He can still see just the falling debris. And he, he doesn't know what he's thinking. He knows he just witnessed a heroic sacrifice. And he's feeling something he's never felt before, which is tears in his eyes. Oh, yeah. He's crying. Yeah. Man, this war takes a lot out of you. Yeah, yeah. I think he says it out loud to himself, like, there's a cost to war. I should talk to Poe about that. A lesson should be learned. And he slowly, slowly... Flies away with a heavy heart and no droid. (laughs) And that is our brutal story of Stamaroni Stark versus the Minox. Do you have any any cutscene, any any after credit scene, or do you think that is the end of Stamaroni alone, a single tear? I think he flies back, tears in his eyes, he hits hyperspace, hits light speed, comes back out and joins the the crew on the Radis, and he lands 
And he gets out, and Tally Lynch is there waiting. And she looks, says, how did it go? Do we have some allies? And he said, no, we, we don't have any allies. We just lost a hero. <laughs> but I feel we're going to live to fight another day, and I will do this for BB-12. Tally nods. Yeah. She knows the cost. And then he goes, and he gets himself a new helmet <laughs> and blaster. <laughs> and he's ready to fight again another day. That uh, was great fun. So much fun with Stamroni Stark and the Minox. If you have people, characters, weirdos that you want to see fight, let us know. Uh, send us a tweet with the hashtag databankbrawl. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at CadNapsuck. That includes uh, all social media platforms, napsuckfiles.podmatic.net for more information. Excellent. And we always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash Soundtrack, where he's always writing fun, new Star Wars music. You can, of course, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash center. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw, and check out albums, podcasts, live shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.